At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Jason Lockenfora, Odyssey NFL Insider, will share all of his Week 6 takeaways. And that's where we will begin. The biggest lesson from Week 6 is that everybody stinks, nobody is good, and we are all average at best. There are no more undefeated teams. Everybody has a blemish. Everybody has looked bad at some point this season. And heck, if you're talking about the Buffalo Bills, they nearly lost badly to a backup quarterback in in Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. But P.J. Walker, Zach Wilson, they were the victors yesterday over undefeated teams. So of all of this insanity, Joe, where would you like to start? Nobody can score any damn points. I can tell you that. We talked all week about the weather that you're going to be dealing with in the Midwest. That's why totals are dropping. Even after these totals dropped, we're 12 and 2 and unders. 12 and 2 and unders going into Monday night football. Nobody can score. I wonder when that's going to turn at some point. You addressed a couple of the quarterback issues. We had three regular starters that, that did not go. We had four starter starting quarterbacks exiting games yesterday. Like the injuries are massive. Pay attention early in the week. Uh, I know we're waiting on information till Wednesday, but a lot of these moves happening well before that. Key components to teams. We already had the HN news last week, and that didn't seem to bother them. It's not going to bother you when you're facing the worst team in football in Carolina. Uh, but like CMC going down and Debo and David Montgomery's been so big for the Lions with both of their running backs down right now. Is that going to impact things? So uh, injuries big, unders big. Uh, it didn't feel like the weather was impacting the games that much, though. Like, it just, I think it's just bad offenses right now. <laughs> Defense way ahead. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my biggest takeaway was the injuries just starting to pile up, especially for the 49ers. And just having covered Trent Williams here in Washington, he's just such a big part of what the Niners do. And I think when you see him injured, it really started to impact the game. 
Certainly that's the case. I'm with you, Joe, that the weather, though a factor, wasn't the biggest factor. Like if you take Mm-mm. the 49ers game, for example, against the Browns, yeah, that was a situation where the conditions were not ideal, but that defense also played really well with some insane defensive playmakers. Uh, Miles Garrett, secondary, all of that was very much important. But the other thing, too, is that a lot of these offenses are sputtering in the red zone. Take the case between the Seahawks and the Bengals. Two opportunities for Geno Smith to win that game. And not only did he not find pay dirt in either trip that could have, you know, changed the course, changed the outcome of the contest, but also, too, like, it's obvious what the weaknesses were in that defense, and they weren't getting exploited. So it's red zone offense across the board having uh, some problems against defenses where, okay, you focus so much on the passing attack. How much is rushing uh, really important? terms of super quick throws or fades one-on-one things like that how well can you execute such plays one of those things where i think we uh point to a couple of teams like say the cowboys for instance where we say yeah that red mm-hmm. zone offense stinks but guess what a lot of red zone offenses stink and so i think that's also why we're seeing a lot of threes uh instead of sevens or zeros instead of sevens and that's definitely suppressing scoring uh, you know across the board in the nfl joe and you look at these individual games as far as these undefeateds going down with the Eagles, with the 49ers, you almost have to look at them differently as far as why they lost these particular games, because you can explain it away, yet at the same time, you are going up against really good defenses, and that still matters at the end of the day. Yeah, it does. feels like uh, we're at a time where people don't want to consider that. But that's mm-hmm. what happened. That's exactly what happened yesterday. Well, offense always trumps defense. Defenses don't matter, blah, blah, blah. If you have a great offense, well, you're not going to have a great offense every single week. A- any of us watched it, have watched the game for a long period of time, like understood, yes, congratulations, Eagles. You were 5-0 and entering the game. But nobody thought that they were anywhere near the same level of ball that they were a season ago. You know, it's funny. On the San Francisco front, don't you already feel everybody going to their corner? Whatever their opinion was on Brock Purdy, that's where they're going. If their opinion was that Brock Purdy is not that good, what are they going to? They're saying, see, he faced a real defense. If you're defending Brock Purdy, if you're making, you've been making a case for him to actually be the MVP that he's maybe, you know, top 10, top 12 quarterback in this league, you're saying, well, look, man. It, it, that's tough. You go from the Cowboys to Cleveland. There's weather. They were on a bye. We lose all these pieces. You lose CMC. It's like everybody's running to their corners already for, the, for their hot takiness on this Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I'd have to be in the ladder there, kind of making excuses and the injuries. I would definitely be in that camp. But speaking of the defenses, we've got to give credit for to the Jets. I mean, 
It's impressive mm-hmm. what their defense has been able to do. They're at three and three, and I was pretty much ready to put a fork in them after the Aaron Rodgers thing. I just thought that would be pretty deflating, and here they are exceeding expectations, and it's all because of their defense, and they were missing Sauce and DJ Reed and still made life difficult for the Eagles. Certainly disguised enough looks uh, to make Jalen Hurts, who we consider a good quarterback. Some of us consider him a great quarterback. Regardless, he's certainly more than competent enough to take his offense to the Super Bowl. That we do Mm -hmm. know. And that Jets defense, uh, you know, with disguising their looks, disguising blitzes, things like that. uh, It was truly magnificent as far as uh, just confusing him putting them in bad spots and that's the name of the game right confuse your quarterbacks make sure that they make mistakes that they otherwise wouldn't make and uh you know get some really cool sideline shots at the end of the game where they're just looking absolutely confused like what the heck just happened all that fun stuff want to circle back to the Brock Purdy conversation though because Mm -hmm. I I'm with you Aaron I'm probably in the conversation of or on the side of I would like to make excuses for him now if there is one thing that we learned from that game It is that if the 49ers are going to go to the Super Bowl, gosh darn it, they better get the top seed. Or gosh darn it, they only have to play indoor games. Or the conditions need to be pristine. If there is something that I can say against Brock Purdy, it's that if conditions are not immaculate, if it is raining, if it is windy in some way, I have some real questions. I have some real concerns. That's where I think the problem may be. If, say, for instance, the Eagles get the top seed in the NFC and the 49ers have to go back over there again, I'm already leaning Eagles as far as that's concerned. Trent Williams allowed Miles Garrett to have a few pressures. Secondary covered what was left of the 49ers receiving core. It was just some key injuries. Debo Samuel's shoulder, uh, Christian McCaffrey's oblique. Both left, did not return. And so the combination of injuries and bad weather, all of that stuff, made Brock Purdy look human. That matters in terms of handicapping those kinds of games going forward. Not to mention, can we uh, criticize San Francisco one more time as far as how they're handling their business? Taking a third round kicker and he still couldn't make a 41 yarder. What are we doing here? That's that's the insane thing. Is that like 49ers do some insanely good things and then they do some insanely bad things as well. And you can't forget about the bad things when you're getting enamored by these lopsided wins that they can have against the Cowboys and other good teams. You also have to remember that they make some really boneheaded managerial decisions as well. And you put all of that together and they do look good at times, great at times, but boy, they can look vulnerable as well. There is no doubt Robbie Gold makes that kick. Zero questions. Robbie Gold makes that 41-yard kick. They win the game. And how much? How different is the narrative? Are we hung up on 215 total yards for the San Francisco offense if they're sitting here 6-0 and this morning? Oh, wow, you went on the road, team off a of bye, great defense. See, you proved that you can do anything. Didn't quite have it, only 3.9 yards per play. He did enough for the comeback win, right? I mean, that's... 41 yards you've got to make that kick so yeah i mean (laughs) it's going to be fascinating also (laughs) fascinating uh those injuries uh how close is cmc to returning same thing with debo the other part you mentioned pristine conditions also on the road if if you take out the pittsburgh game to start the season which you have an entire off season to prepare for like a lot of these road games purdy's been in they've been real dip and talk now that's normal That's normal in this league. What he's done so far is abnormal. So that's why we're picking little things apart. But um, if you look ahead, okay, 
when are they going to face another great defense? When are they going to go on the road in a tough spot? Help me out. I mean, it's Minnesota. It's Cincinnati not looking great right now. That Cincinnati game's a home game. They go to Jacksonville. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is good. At Seattle, at Philly, at Seattle, that stretch, maybe we'll learn a lot. But barring health, San Francisco should get back on track going against that Vikings defense. But but couldn't we agree at least with like Seattle's defense, for instance, that the jury is still out on them? Like we know oh, they're yeah. not bad. Maybe they're not elite, but at least the jury's still out. And we could say, okay, at worst they're average. Yep. Yeah. I mean, after those first couple of drives yesterday, they looked really good on Cincinnati. Is that more about the Bengals or is that more about the Seahawks defense? Uh, yet they, they've got upside to me. The jury is absolutely yeah. still out on on Seattle's defense. I think with the 49ers, <clears throat> Trent Williams, just going back to that, he was leaving in a walking boot. This guy is super tough, mm. but I think he means a lot to this team. And a lot of times we don't talk about offensive linemen, but this guy, I mean, <laughs> there was a pregame fight between these two teams. Trent comes walking up. This guy is like, he owns a boxing gym in Houston. Like, you don't want to mess around with him. I think he means a lot to this offense, and they might be in trouble if he isn't out there. No kidding. No kidding at all. And and, and you're right. I mean, the offensive line play, you know this, Aaron, like it's a weak league system. So if one offensive lineman who is normally elite, you know, has an injury and then things kind of step back into reality, then that's something where, you know, you got the right pass rusher and then bad things can happen for that O-line. If, say, there's an mm -hmm. injury altogether and then you have a replacement in there and it doesn't work, it doesn't gel, then that's going to be a big problem as well. So, I, I look at this and say, you know, offensive line play was something that we were concerned about during the preseason. We go into the regular season and you have a couple of injuries here and there and suddenly pass rushers are, are able to exploit that. None better than Miles Garrett and company right. uh, seeing what they were able to do. And that game was still close. Like the defense played out of its mind. The conditions were as bad as they could have been for Brock Purdy and it still took a missed field goal. And so this is something where the 49ers should not be all of a sudden, you know, disparaged and, you know, brought back down to reality. But I think for the Eagles, that's a very different story. I mean, I think in, in many ways they were kind of due to have some kind of a defeat if they were going up against, uh, you know, a really good defense. And one thing, too, sometimes we can simplify this stuff as much as possible, and we actually get some key insights here. The Eagles are eighth in, in the NFL in point differential. Just eight. Mm -hmm. You'd think with all those wins, uh, you know, they'd be first, second. So no, the, the Bills are better. The Dolphins are better. Teams that already had a loss coming in have bigger point differentials. And, you know, Eagles lost tackle Lane Johnson. And because the O-line's yep. weak, weak link system, they, they just don't have as much depth as we thought. And that line has to be stout in terms of dealing with spread runs being able to protect Jalen Hurts just enough because, yeah, he can be a mobile quarterback, but he does need some time and a little bit of space to be able to chuck it to A.J. Brown. And that's something else, too, is that, like, you know, Hurts was pressured a lot in that game. 42% of his dropbacks sacked twice. Nobody broke 50 rushing yards for the game. And when the Eagles don't have that rushing attack and it's all reliant upon throwing it to A.J. Brown and it becomes that one-dimensional, then the yeah. Eagles become very vulnerable, and that's exactly what we saw on Sunday. And when they needed him, A.J. Brown wasn't able to do anything. And again, you go back to mm -hmm. the point, they were missing. There's two starting corners, one labeled an elite corner, and you have the picks. Um, 
I don't want to go too far because we we were seeing it. We were seeing it, but they did outgain the Jets by over a hundred yards. They should have won the game. It's it comes down to the turnovers and what you believe those turnovers were. Is that something that's going to continue to be a problem or not? You're not going to win football games when you lose a turnover battle four to zero. It's not going to happen. I don't care who's on your team. It's like 97% or 95% or something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's bad when it's 3-0, but but when it's it's a plus four, like, good luck. Good good luck. And, and I mean, the Jets struggled in the red zone again, and that's not a big Mm -hmm. surprise there. But, yeah, I mean, that's how costly those turnovers can be. A number of games yesterday, and when we go over them, we'll mention them, a number of games where you had uh, the loser in the game outplay the other team when it comes to the yardage and the yards per play. And it's, it's those costly turnovers that just turn games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hurts already. I thought this was interesting. Seven INTs on the season. He only had six all of last year. So if those become continue to be costly, then I would be concerned. <laughs> and the biggest question coming in to me for the Eagles was, okay, you have a brand new offensive coordinator. How is he going to mesh with Jalen Hurts? It's not been bad. Like, let's not go crazy and say, oh, well, you got to start all over there. It's not that bad, but certainly there is some regression that we were expecting. New offensive coordinator needing time to gel with everybody. And we are seeing that. The Eagles look a little bit more vulnerable but maybe they can still win the division. Something we will talk about at great length throughout the festivities today. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, what the weekly leaders tell us about which offenses we should and shouldn't be backing going forward. That's right here on the BetQL Network.